It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. Swings it out to Sadiq Faye. Get Faye to the corner. Abdul at midcourt. Extra pass. And it goes for the win. The three-pointer by Jordan Poole. Here's the give. Walker. Jordan Walker. Touchdown. Smiley. Goff's got it. Back. Looks. Throws. Ends up. Yes. Caught. Touchdown to Clark Iron. They did it. Armin Ross. They brought him to the receiving end. Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here. A grand slam from Miguel Cabrera. He's got two goals. Clarkin in on goal. Scores! His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. <laughs> Welcome in to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Brian Elke here, Anthony Bellino is connecting right now. I can still be popping up on your YouTube screen, your Facebook screen, your BCSN screen here. You can see him right there. There he is. You know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I don't know. I don't know how many times I got to hit the button to get the... To get the gosh darn thing to not be all blurry in the background for the uh, for the old the video stream, but uh, good Did morning. You find the button. Did I find that, the button? Is that an issue is yeah, is finding the button an issue for you, Anthony? No, finding the button is not the issue. It's uh, it's getting the button to operate so that you you know you know how the uh, the backgrounds would get all blurry like when we were going through all that Zoom stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's the thing. Like not having that happen uh is like the uh, priority you know number one if you will like a clear picture and so that was uh that was a little bit of a struggle but outside of that uh we're, we're here man it's great to uh it's great to great to hear your voice what did you uh question for you what'd you watch last night i watched movies with my kids because holy slow week of sports batman like, welcome to the post uh welcome like we're we're here we are we are officially well, it's here. Like, All star like NBA All Star break, so no basketball this week. Mm-hmm. NHL like seems like every team played Monday, and somehow the Red Wings got like a mini like vacation out of it. Like that's the weird thing. It's just it felt like there was the yeah, MSU played, but then Michigan some like hadn't played this week yet. So it's weird that you like you know. By Wednesday, normally all the college basketball has been played for the week. It was strange. So it's been I, a weird, weird, weirdly scheduled week. I was looking at the schedule, uh, and then you know, for you know this portion, if you will, going into tonight, right? Because I'm like, all right, you know, what am I going to watch? I, I tuned in to watch uh, Florida and Alabama college hoops that went into. Uh, went into OT last night, and I was like, "Man, you know that's that's odd. Like, you know, where where is everybody? Like, what is everybody doing? Why is anybody playing?" That's because everybody plays tonight. That's because literally all, uh, almost all of our teams of interest 
uh, play tonight. Obviously, you had Michigan State uh, on Tuesday, but yesterday with having nobody play, very strange. As you mentioned, the President's Day bonanza in the world of the National Hockey League, the all-star break for the Detroit Pistons. Well, guess what? Everybody's on tonight, including Michigan on the road at Northwestern at 9 o'clock. Uh, the Pistons on the road against the Pacers at 7 o'clock. The Red Wings at home tonight, right, against the Avalanche, 7 o'clock. Like, tonight's the night where you're like three screens deep. But last night was like, man, alive. What a, I'm, you know, kind of searching. I'm like, what am I going to watch tonight? What is going on? This is the – if. You looked at the schedule earlier in the week. This is where you look at your wife, your girlfriend, like, hey, let's let's go out to the movies tonight. Hey, uh, let's spend a, a date night. That's the one you got to factor in. Like, hey, you know, I know it's a random Wednesday, but guess what? Boom, there you go. Get your get your random Wednesday in and uh, and enjoy a little bit and do break up the uh, break up the regular week. And and no, it's not any sort of. Uh, any sort of complaint or anything of that nature. It's just odd how every how the schedule, how everything kind of fell into place, you know, for for us to not have uh, really, you know, anything going on in that uh, in that respect is is just it's just odd. And then tonight it just be fully loaded with like everything possible. It's like okay, like that's a uh, that that's a good night. I uh, I'll be I'll be working Red Wings tonight. That's where I will be at. Uh, Red Wings Avs, 7 o'clock uh, inside Little Caesars Arena. So that'll be you know, it's a big-time game, and, and I'm excited for it. That much is for certain. Uh, but, uh, you know, not going to have an eye on uh, whatever the Pistons are going to do against Tyrese Halliburton. Hopefully it goes crazy uh, again just to... You don't want to see the first 40-40 night from a player? No. Tonight for, with Halliburton? 40 points, 40 assists. That'd be something, um, you know. And, and we we did a lot of uh, discussion yesterday uh, on college football and kind of you know what happens next and, and and just trying to get a grasp on on all of this, right? And so we go through that yesterday, and then come to find out, you won't even believe uh, what was said yesterday about twenty twenty six in college football. Did you did you did you see this? Uh, yeah, one of the graphics that on um, what we're talking about today. Already talking expansion. Already talking expansion for the college football playoff. How about we just? You could barely get the fourteen playoff right. You barely got it right. As in, you were scheduling New Year's Eve night games that were. Ohio State was somehow lost on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day at the same time. And let's nail the 12-team playoff. Let's get that correct. Like, you just figured out your format. Yes, we all kind of knew what the format was going to be. Yes, we all knew Notre Dame was never getting a top-four seed. Like, we all knew that, but, like, you now just, like, wrote it down. Like, it it was a good game of telephone because we all knew what was happening. But let's nail this first. We are just, you know, months before the start of the first season with a legitimate 12-team playoff in the playoff era. And now, 
now you want to just add more. So we'll, we'll get more into that. Uh, we'll get more into that as well. Uh, so I, I just, you know, for, you know, how they're going to, how they're going to distribute this uh, from a television standpoint, who's all involved. I don't think they should just get in bed with one network, but that's, uh, that's me. And I guess that's my, my own, uh, own concern. And, um, you know, uh, a new model, revolving around the 14 team playoff the bump from 12 to 14 as opposed to 16 uh would have you know some some very you know could the Big 10 and the SEC get as many as four automatic bids like that that doesn't work out you that that's that's just that that's absurd and that's why uh my original deal to to fix college football where conference champions only plus two at large that's the way to do it that got you to 12. If you want to bump it up to 14, you know, do you have to? And I guess with, with the Notre Dame thing, I mean, does Notre Dame constantly have to be a special case in everything? Really? I mean, do they? This is what they wanted. They're, they're the girl at the bar wearing a birthday sash. Like everyone, look at me! It's my thirty fourth birthday. Buy me a shot. What's worse than that? That or the people that put like their Venmos uh, on on like their windows when they're going to a bachelorette party. You know that's just a, a shot in the dark, and I applaud them for it because if you get ten dollars, you got ten dollars. Congratulations! You might as well take the shot. That's, that's just that's just passive income right there. Working <laughs> while you're not working. Oh, uh, we'll step aside. We're back with more X's and Bros after this here on the Michigan Sports Network. Over to Tracy for breaking news. We have super good news, Dave. The super sale is back at Meyer Friday and Saturday only. Save $6 per pound on certified Angus beef top sirloin steak. Save $6.50 on a three-pound bag of Honeycrisp apples. And get a one-pound bag of mandarin oranges for 99 cents. Get Meyer super sale deals in-store or online while supplies last. Now that is super. Shop this Friday and Saturday only during the Meyer super sale. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. The Freddie the Pizza Man Foundation is dedicated to providing support to families and Michigan schools touched by autism. We invite you to join us in supporting these families and schools by making a donation at freddythepizzaman.com. With your donation, you can help provide essential resources that can make a real impact. Visit freddythepizzaman.com to make a donation and to learn more about the foundation's mission. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Together, we can make a difference.
From Traverse City to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City, you're listening to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide in the iHeartRadio app. Great to be here with you. Text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000 sports radio to 21000. Meyer Supercenter guest line 866-838-4843, 866-838-4843. We're on Twitter next week mornings, Facebook, X's and Bros. And of course, good morning to our television audience as well on BCSN and streaming live on our YouTube and Facebook pages uh, as well. Find Ryan at Ryan L underscore key. Find Ben at the Ben Glaze. You can find me, Anthony, at A.C. Bellino. Uh, this is kind of a fun story. As the world kind of you know comes full circle, and unfortunately, Tiger Woods had the flu, uh, so that wasn't good. He had uh, some spasms in his back, and then eventually had the flu and had to be uh, had to leave Riviera, which is unfortunate. Uh, but Tiger Woods' son Charlie, who is 15 years old, is going to play in a qualifier later on today. Now, the 15 year old is looking to compete in this pre pre qualifier event as he's trying to make it into the PGA Tour's Cognizant Classic next week in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. So Woods will play 18 holes at Lost Lake Golf Club in Hobe Sound, Florida. And let me tell you this, my buddy Joe Maling was on Twitter uh, putting this on my radar, like, hey, this is at Lost Lake. And I was like, Lost Lake equals Lost Ball. Uh, Lost Lake is a tough track. Uh, played there many a time. And that Lost Lake is, yeah, that's... Uh, that's definitely one of those one of those courses where it's like, you know what? I had I had this sleeve of Pro V's in my car, but I just don't think that I'm going to break it out. Like I think that what I'm going to do is I'm going to just uh, I'm going to leave the Pro V's behind and I happened to find a, a couple of range balls that were run over by a lawnmower. Uh, I'll use those instead. You know, that's the kind of course it is. That's the kind of course where you you, know, you swing by a Dunham's and grab a you know where where most golf ball manufacturers they come out with the dozen box. You have you know four sleeves of three. You have a dozen golf balls, but some companies like Nitro or uh, Top Flight or just some random off the wall ones will bring like the fifteen pack. They give you five sleeves of three, make you feel like you're getting three extra balls. That's the kind that you break out for that course. Like that's what you do because I mean it's tight. There's water. There's alligators. Like it's tough that you can't miss. And usually, so when my dad and I go down there and play, usually, you know, it's first rounds of the season. You're trying not to overswing. And, you know, I always tell people like, oh, yeah, your first rounds of the season, you, you, your purest swing, your purest round. Like, you know, that's where you don't have any bad habits. You go out there and play really well. Not for me. That doesn't work. Uh, not for me. My mind, you know, it's who knows where that ball is going to go. Uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. I can't wait to play, but. Yeah, Lost Lake is a uh, that's that's a tough track. So approximately twenty five players in total from the uh, four pre qualifying sites will advance to a Monday qualifier, which will earn four spots in the Cognizant Classic held February 29th through March third at PGA National. Now I want to bring this up because I think this year you are going to see when the NBA draft comes around, you're going to see what is probably the biggest case of nepotism in the history of professional sport. Like Ken Griffey Jr. was the real deal. If LeBron James Jr. is drafted, that will be one of the 
that that's that's a play to get LeBron because everybody knows LeBron wants to play with him. Uh, he's come out and said that. It's been a, a theory that I feel like I've been talking about for seven, eight years now that LeBron is waiting. He's going to play as long as he can to play with his son because that gives him a one-up like, oh, me and my son played together. What'd you do, Michael? Michael was 6-0 in the finals. Stop yourself. Anyways. Anyways. LeBron James Jr., a.k.a. Bronny James, is going to get drafted high. If his dad was smart, he would tell him stay in school. Stay in school. And some people have, you know, ran around already talking about um, how he could play for the Lakers right now. Uh, I don't think that saying that publicly is anything else than trying to get on LeBron's good side. Honestly, I swear to God, because I don't know how Yeah, I don't know what LeBron James Jr.'s average are uh, right now. Bronny James, I don't know what he's averaging per game, uh, but I'll look it up. And it's not. You know, LeBron James says Bronny James, you know, entering the draft is up to him. That's the most recent story. This is what I'm talking about right here. You tell me on what planet does a kid averaging 5.7 points, 2.9 rebounds and 2.6 assists on 36% shooting. In what universe does that kid get drafted if his name isn't Bronny James? In fact, out of the 18 games played, he started six games. He averages 20 minutes a night. In what world, what stratosphere does that happen? Now, what I like a lot about Charlie Woods is that, yes, his dad is Tiger Woods. Sure. But in the in the realm of golf, your dad's not going to be able to kick the door open for you. Like, he might get you in the right room. He might be able to get you the right swing coach. But at the end of the day, it's all on you. It's all on you. I used to argue to the cows came home uh, with Dan about this because Dan was like, Dan always said, you know, as long as you have the money, you can be good at golf. And it's like, that's just, that's just not, I don't, I don't believe in that. I really don't. I really don't believe that. You could have a great swing coach and still stink. Like, that's possible. That is absolutely possible. Shout out to Dan. He's like in, uh, I don't know where he's at, Virgin Islands or somewhere. Um, but, if Tiger Woods' kid, Charlie, wants to do this, he's and, and if he can qualify, he's going to jump into a field that has guys like Shane Lowry, Matt Fitzpatrick, Justin Rose, Rory McIlroy. So, it is pretty interesting that Woods, who was scheduled to tee off uh, in about an hour from now, alongside Olin Brown Jr., son of three-time PGA Tour, Olin Brown Sr., it's pretty it's pretty cool. Very cool. And Woods has competed with his dad, Bull Charlie has, in the past four editions of the PNC Championship, the 36-hole event, featuring two players' teams made up of uh, major champions and a family member. Uh, they finished runner-up in 2021. I, I look, look, Tiger Woods, who's aiming, you know, this year to play in one event a month, withdrew from the second round of the Genesis last week, as we mentioned. You know, will he be able to, you know, make it into Augusta, be healthy enough at this point? But I absolutely love the idea of Charlie trying to qualify. I really do. Uh, I say qualify. Don't worry about college. You can always go back and do it again. Go get your money, young fella. Because for me, with the state that golf is in, between all of the PGA Tour and Live Tour drama, because I don't care what anybody says, the Live Tour hurt the PGA Tour. It did. And maybe you don't know what you got until it's gone, and, and we have a case of that right now. But what the Live Tour did was 
you know, take this PGA Tour train right off the tracks. Right off the tracks. It's unfortunate that it had to happen this way. It really is. And until we come to some sort of a deal or agreement, maybe they'll flip on the show and they'll listen to my solution for this. And they'll be like, oh, it's kind of a kind of a neat idea. We'll go with that and we'll do that. And then that way the live tour and the Saudi investment fund and they can all feel good about themselves. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's still the PGA tour. You know, guy who like, you know, who's on the PGA tour? Who's on the live tour? Hey, answer me that. You probably don't even know. Like this, this chasm here is great for the cash up front. It's terrible for the game. Terrible for the game of golf and terrible for the PGA Tour. You know, I didn't have any problem with the PGA Tour. I mean, the purses are huge. I like the fact that not everybody gets paid. I like the fact you got to go out there and earn your paycheck. You have to you have to make it through the weekend. Like, I like that. You know, all this money guaranteed up front. What's the point of even playing? You got your check. What's the difference? It's it basically you went from play to competitive sport to appearance fees. That's what it is. And I want the competitive sport. Like I want that, that. That's what I. That's what I would prefer to see. I would prefer to see, you know, these guys go out there and compete, and and get this, you know, get this back to where it's supposed to be. But for Charlie Woods, folks, this guy might be. He might be it. He might be the one thing that can bring the PGA Tour and put it back on the forefront. If he's able to get weird out there and qualify for this event, this would be massive and what a save it would be for the woods family of the pga we'll step aside when we return uh, speaking of playing things uh, a new 14 team playoff we'll discuss what the college football playoff committee is already starting to discuss next year x's and bros michigan sports network the 51 year sportsman's tradition continues it's outdoor rema the suburban collection showplace february 22nd through the 25th four football fields of outdoor equipment boats and activities buy your fishing boat from dealers who know how to rig a right meet the lodge operators and guides from michigan to africa hunting and fishing gear seminars with guides and pros great deals on fishing boats and pontoons and the lumberjacks are back free crossover admission to the cottage and lakefront living show it's outdoor rema the suburban collection showplace february 22nd through the 25th Huge here with a reminder that this Friday, 3 until 6, I'm broadcasting statewide from Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. Outdoor Rama 2024 is happening this weekend, and you can join me at the Impact Power Sports setup at Outdoor Rama at Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. And Lomas Brown will be there on Friday, former Lion, 2 until 4. You can see Lomas Brown's Lions golf cart. You could win and meet him at the Impact Power Sports setup at Outdoor Rama at Suburban Collection Showplace. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. And call in, text us using the keyword sports radio and send it to 21000 or tweet us at XB Mornings. Now, back to X's and Bros with Anthony Bellino here on the Michigan Sports Network. 
Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports and Network. Great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. You know, I, I haven't spent a lot of time uh, discussing Bronny James or Le- LeBron James Jr. Uh, I really, you know, for me personally, he's just a kid. You know, he's just a college kid, and it feels weird discussing it, but I just wanted to bring that up for the uh, for the golf reference because there's no way, like, you know, if somebody drafts Bronny James, they're, they're under the assumption that they're going to get LeBron too. That's the only way he goes as a lottery pick. The only way. And sure, you know, does it, would that make LeBron very happy? Yeah. Would it be a neat story? Yeah. But you're not a lottery pick. Like, you know, your dad will be gone. You'll probably be done, and that will be that. Or your dad will hang around long enough into the business of sport, and you'll you'll have a great NBA career because you're dead. And you know, it is what it is. But it's not like the guy's not Ken Griffey Jr. by any stretch of the imagination. Like there have been fathers and sons that have done it uh, in different sports, not never in basketball, uh, just because like the longevity and the amount of running uh, that needs to be done. Like it's it really is just preposterous, but that's just I that's why I don't discuss uh, Bronny James. I'm not giving Bronny James updates. It's not really you know it just uh just kind of is what it is. And I never wanted to seem like oh he doesn't like the kid because he doesn't like his dad. His dad's a fine basketball player, a fine basketball player. I've never I've never doubted that at all. He's just not the best ever. That's it, and uh, I don't need him to tell me that he is the best ever because I've seen the best ever play with my own eyeballs. So like you know. It just is what it is. So now to shift gears over to college football. Uh, look, this is uh, this is this is happening, and we just got through. Like, okay, we're going to expand to twelve teams. Like, we're up and running. Here we go. New deal. A uh, brand new deal. Feel like FDR. Well, now there there's an idea that maybe we should have a fourteen team college football playoff starting in twenty twenty six. Now that was discussed in the meeting. Yesterday in Dallas, and the committee to me is, you could tell that they really don't know what's going on. They don't know how to handle this, and and it's okay. It's okay, uh, but we should probably plan this out, so you're going you're gonna to go from 12 teams here in 24 and 25 and then bump it to 14 in 2026. Okay, all right. Hmm. How would we go about doing this? So they got to figure out the TV contracts first off, and then they have the access, who gets in, the distribution of money, and who's going to govern the thing. Okay? So this management committee, which is made up of commissioners and incoming ND athletic director director Pete Bevacqua, met yesterday, discussed potentially expanding the field after the current contract runs out following the 25 season. According to ESPN in this article from Heather Dinich, the most dominant discussion of the new model revolved around a 14-team playoff and college football playoff leaders left Wednesday's meeting feeling there was momentum. The bump from 12 to 14 as opposed to 16 would mostly address the issue of access rather than finances. Officials will still need to discuss how a 14-team playoff would split up automatic qualifiers. For example, could the Big Ten and SEC get as many as a four automatic bids? Those were early discussions that were had Wednesday with no definitive conclusion. Uh, four automatic bids? Four? 
Now look, you if you listen to the show, you know I'm about a real playoff. You, I am about that action. That's what I want. You know that I want this thing to have a clear-cut, determined winner in a playoff season, right? Because I I thought about this the other day when we were having this discussion, like last week or whatever. We were I don't know I don't even remember what we were discussing, but somehow I got to thinking in my car ride because I got a lot of time in the car, so I got a lot of time to think. And I was thinking about how our society is so playoff driven. Right. And oh, I was thinking about the all-star game in the in, in the uh in the NBA because they were entering the second half of the season and it's like, okay, here's your here's where you guys have to make a lot of money right now. Like this has got to be the most hair on fire, balls out basketball you could play going into the playoffs. I don't want to hear any of this. Well, you know, we gotta rest up for the playoffs. You got you've been resting up for the damn playoffs all season. At some point, somebody's gotta play some basketball. Like, I want to see hard-nosed hatred out there. That's what I want to see. I'll be honest with you. I know it sounds weird. I'm sorry for saying it like that. But I want Tyrese Halliburton to take the floor tonight, and I want him and him and Cade Cunningham to just go at it. I want them to hate each other. Enough of this buddy-buddy nonsense. I don't want that. You know, where Kyrie's like, you know, we're all you know, the same brotherhood. Like, shut up. Let's go after it. Let's go. I'm not saying you got to go Texas A&M Commerce Incarnate Word, but if you did, I wouldn't mind. Sure. So I'm looking at this thing for the, from the NBA standpoint, and everybody has played you know, roughly, roughly 55 games. And one of the big things we talk about with the NBA is the fact that with the shorter season, it made the 63-game lockout year. It made everybody feel like, oh, man, the season was a lot better. It was very intense. You got 27 games left to figure it out, right? And in the NBA, we have this issue now where 20 out of the 30 teams make the postseason, right? Because you have your 7, 8, 9, and 10 are playing in the NBA's play-in games, which is different from the NBA tournament because they're just they, whatever Adam Silver. The reason I compare it to the NBA is because do you need four teams from the same conference? Four automatic bids into the into the playoff? Why do you get an automatic bid? Why why are we why are, why are bids even a thing here? Like win your conference, win win the games. Why would the SEC get four bids into the postseason? What if somehow the paradigm were to shift and the Big 12 became the new cat's meow? Will that ever happen? Probably not. Is it possible? Yes. Possibility versus probability, right? And if the Big 12, because you're looking at a 14-team playoff, and the SEC and the, and the Big 10 each got four automatic bids, that is eight bids. That is more than 50% of the playoff being made up of two conferences. Well, then we haven't done anything. We're just playing more league games. The, the point of all of this is to fix what's wrong by creating a legitimate postseason for all the teams that are involved in Division I football. That's the, that's the entire purpose of all of this. Like That's what we are here to do. We are here to create an atmosphere where we know if you do X, you get into the playoff. If you do Y, you get into the playoff. And X and Y, guess what, folks? They're the same thing. Just win, baby. That's what you gotta that's what it's gotta be about. Four like 
Okay, so the SEC has 16 teams, and the Big Ten now has 18 teams moving forward in 2024. That's 34 teams. All right, well, then you factor in the ACC and the Big 12. What if the ACC and the Big 12 are like, well, we should get four automatic bids? What kind of conversation starter is this? Now you're at 16, and you still haven't done anything. So the other portion of this, of course, is Notre Dame. Stephen A. Smith went on a rant the other day, and he was lighting up Notre Dame. And I get it, Stephen A. I understand what you're saying. I know they haven't won a national championship since 1988. I know there isn't a more loudmouth fan base than Notre Dame. You want to talk about stuck in the past. I have to deal with everybody telling me that, oh, you Michigan fans are stuck in the past. How far past do you want to go? Like, I mean, how many pages deep are we going in this book? Notre Dame is the most overrated product in college football. And even when they tried to manufacture the hype in 2012, they went out there and got blitzkrieged by Alabama. They got stopped. Didn't even belong in the same field, the Manti Teo year. But it's Notre Dame. So if you don't understand what the, what the reasoning is behind this, I'll explain it to you. Notre Dame has a massive alumni base of really, really wealthy people. That's what Notre Dame is. Notre Dame is a Catholic school that is loaded. They got money. And you know what drives the sports world? Money. That's why, well, Stephen, I don't know why NBC has this deal. NBC has this deal with Notre Dame, and now they get in on the Big Ten action too. And they even get to put our basketball games on Peacock. How great is that? But they have the Notre Dame deal because it's been in place for a thousand years, and it's tradition. And their fans love it, and they watch the absolute hell out of it. That's why they have the deal. Eyeballs on the screen. Notre Dame is is special, man. It is. Like, there's no other way around it. There is something different. Like, Notre Dame is one of those things that embodies. It's one of those schools that embodies what we think about when we think about college sports. And we think about tradition and fight songs. And we think about the rally in the alley. You think about uh, the Notre Dame library, for God's sakes. Uh, the bookstore. Like, that. The, the Notre Dame bookstore is, in itself, just like, wow. You know what I mean? You get on South Bend. South Bend is Kentucky. Like that's what South Bend is. Indiana is a glorified Kentucky. However, not Notre Dame's campus. The buildings, the homes, all the things that surround it. Like Notre Dame's. Notre Dame is different, and I get that. I'm sick of it, but I get it. Like I understand why. And Notre Dame is grandfathered into the fact that, yes, they are still, there are still kids that go on campus visits there. There's a lineage aspect to it as well, you know, where you have multiple generations of people that go to Notre Dame because they believe in lighting a candle in the grotto. You know, my sister's best years of her life were there on that campus. I even got to have some fun on that campus. You know, it's like, okay, great. No, whatever. It was fun. It was college. It was in high school. What did you think I was going to do? But anyways, that's why Notre Dame is the way that it is. So, but Notre Dame, like, where is their seat at this proverbial table? Where is it at? Because I've heard a lot about conference, and I've heard a lot about conference champions, which I love. I love that. But there is no way in hell you're leaving out Notre Dame. They're just not, they're, they're just not going to do it. They're not going to do it. They are not going to miss out on that alumni base and their, and their buying power. They're not going to do that. And as aggravating as that is. And trust me, I get aggravated thinking about it. Like, 
what do you do? So we have, before we get to the, the, the super expanded 14-team playoff, before we even get there, the Big Ten and the SEC, you know, they have made it clear the next contract is going to be more favorable than the current one, where 80% of the money is split evenly among the Power Five leagues. Now there's four power conferences, and the Big Ten and SEC have a combined 34 teams. The, the Big Ten and the SEC have formed that, uh, it's, not even, it's not an alliance. You know, they're, they're, they are each other's consigliere's there, and they're going to get together. They're going to discuss some things. They're going to watch each other's back, and they're going to say, hey, we're big time. You're big time. We're not worried about the rest of the peasantry. That's, I mean, is the big quote, the Big Ten and SEC have made it clear, in case you missed this the first time, the next contract will be more financially favorable than the current one, where 80% of the money is split evenly among the Power Five leagues. What does that sound like to you? The Big Ten and the ACC are getting together. They're going to sit down at the table, and they're looking at everybody else, and they said, hey, look, why are, we, why are we dividing this money up evenly? Look at our teams, look at your teams. That's what they're doing. All right, Big 12, who's your best club? Can your best team shake a stick at Penn State? I don't think so. I don't think so. ACC's got a little weight. ACC's got a really bad television contract, but ACC's got some weight. They've got some power players. They've got Florida State. They've got Miami. They've got Clemson. This is why, to me, Miami is so important to the college football game. They have, they have to get back to where they were at. You can. You know, there's a lot of schools that will come and go. They'll have flash in the pans a couple years here, a couple years there, whatever, disappear for, for the rest of their lives. It doesn't matter. Miami has to get back. That that you is is something that logo means something that is important. Get them back. Like I hope that they have great success. Florida State being thirteen and zero last year was awesome. I love the Seminoles. You could tell what era of college football I grew up in, right? That should be a pretty easy tell. Like give me give me the Seminole riding out on the horse, sticking the spear in the ground. Give me the tomahawk chop. Let me see the tomahawk decals. I want all of it. That's what I want. I want the U back in action, playing their home games at Hard Rock. Like they have to be good. Clemson, that, that's fine. They could be. They could be good too. But I think that when you look at what the the new plan is here, a fourteen team playoff, likely meaning that the highest ranked conference champions end up with a bye. So that would be your top four. So it would work just like the uh, kind of sorta like the. NFL playoff, like I don't know exactly. You'd have your, because here what they they have is they have the, you could only have two get the buy. It would work just like the NFL, right? So your top two would get the buy. The other twelve teams would play each other, right? So that you would end up with six teams. After those twelve teams played each other, they would advance into six. Here come your buy teams. There's eight. Eight turns into four. Four into two. Two turns into a champion. So I, I just have so many questions about what the actual uh, the purposes of this. But if your highest ranked conference champions end up with a bye, that incentivizes the league title games. Uh, the format would play out like a 12 team that is expected to make its debut uh, this year. So you have that. Uh, they, they are trying to make it. And, and what I didn't understand was Tony Petiti. Tony Petiti's big sticking point here is that he wants the games at the end of the year to matter. 
The games at the end of the year always matter. Like, Petiti makes clear that he values the regular season and believes that increasing the automatic qualifier spots could assure that late-season games have higher stakes. Quote, we want fans to think that you know a game in the second week of November, even if you already have two or three losses, still has a lot of value. That's the goal. A three-loss team ain't getting in the playoff. Unless we're totally revamping the scheduling. And if, if that's on the table as well. If they've come up with a way that they want to discuss and try to figure out how to make college football overall a better product, then you can have a three-loss a three team or four-loss team in the playoffs. Outside of that, that's never going to happen. Not when you can still schedule you know, Alcorn State, Fresno State, and Arkansas State. No way. Sorry, Fresno. It's not last year's Big Ten. Like last year's Michigan team went 15-0. and And we hit snooze until the last three weeks of the season where we had Penn State and Maryland and Ohio State. Like it was this total snooze fest. I mean, just blowing people out, just wrecking people, which is cool. Yeah, I'd rather blow somebody out than being a nail-biter every single week. But playing, you know where I stand on this, playing UNLV and ECU and Bowling Green does not do anything for me, followed by Purdue in a night game. That's terrible. We don't want that. We want more like this year's schedule, right? We want more big games. We want big teams out there. Let's go play with the big boys. The hell with it. Like I'd, I'd rather go out there and play and lose to a team like Texas Right, and be one of those teams that's you know ten and one or eleven and one or whatever the case may be going into the end of the season, then be ten and zero and having not played anybody like that was because you didn't know you didn't even know what team you had you had no idea it's like nobody here has played a fourth quarter yet until we got to Penn State we don't even know we're any good nobody plays in the fourth quarter nobody plays in the second half we bench everybody because we're up fifty that's no fun Let's go play a real schedule we'll step aside. Want to get your thoughts on this as well. Back with more X's and Bros after this. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. Over to Tracy for breaking news. We have super good news, Dave. The super sale is back at Meyer Friday and Saturday only. Save $6 per pound on certified Angus beef top sirloin steak. Save $6.50 on a three-pound bag of Honeycrisp apples and get a one-pound bag of mandarin oranges for 99 cents. Get Meyer super sale deals in-store or online while supplies last. Now that is super. Shop this Friday and Saturday only during the Meyer super sale. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. 
Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Escape the chills and chase thrills this February with the Winter Escape Giveaway. Every Saturday, play for the chance to win a share of $128,000 in premium play and prizes from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Then at 11 p.m., two lucky Access Club members will escape the winter blues with a $10,000 travel voucher. It's the Winter Escape Giveaway, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. 